it's katie and this is classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with trap beats playing in the background uh. period well news this week yep let's get right to it all right um what is the news this week okay so um Denise Graves has just joined Juilliard as a distinguished visiting faculty. I'm loving this picture that got up here of her with her gold. Y'all go see it because I'll link it. Um, But in case you don't know her, uh, Denise Graves is a mezzo-soprano, an opera singer who's been out here, you know, being legendary for um, a long, 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 long time. Mm, Snatching our souls. Right. Um... She uh, got her bachelor's um, in from Oberlin, artist diploma from NEC. Um, she's performed uh, in the Metrop- with the Metropolitan Opera um, as Carmen um, and several other, you know, major productions over the years. But she will be in residence each semester at Juilliard. Um, she's going to be holding coaching, mentoring sessions throughout each term. Um, her residencies are going to focus around, like, performance, um, opera scenes, um, recitals, that sort of thing. So, she's going to be out here. Uh, so, in case you were considering applying to Juilliard and, you know, uh, killing the game, killing the girls, she will Girl, be there. What? The picture. The picture. I have oh. to look it up. Oh. <laughs> I know, but hey, friend, can I borrow that top? Right. <laughs> that might be a suit. Mm. Period, sis. Um, yeah, so period. I was, it's always, like, I always have to go back and forth between, like, black excellence and, like, news for certain stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, do we really have anything that's, I mean... Denise Graves. I mean, we've done other Black XLI who have been like going like this goes without saying, but mm-hmm. dang. So Juilliard uh, endowment reached a trillion dollars. How they got Joseph Kanye's and Denise Graves? I would also like to know. How y'all afford that? You know what? That long Shout shark that came <laughs> <laughs> They got money. You know, Denise ain't saying Oh, but you know, know what? She's visiting faculty, which is probably why. They probably want to bring why. her on for a time, but they were like, no, nah, we already got Justin Kanye. It's just we're really right. bleeding us dry, so. I mean, yeah. if the endowment is a gazillion dollars, then maybe. Right. They, so. they don't got the money they need yet. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so. It's okay. Well, speaking of Justin Kanye's. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we all know amongst the the what maybe about 70 billion hats that he wears um he also is the founder of project 440 which i will link um their website in the uh description the manhattan school of music has just committed to offering a full scholarship for um project 440 alumni dang i know they're um they're going to be uh uh, they're going to be offering one full tuition scholarship per year to um, a musician from Project 440. So um, if they've graduated, if the student has graduated from either of Project 440's programs, they have um, 
a leader in entrepreneurship program doing good they also have a college and career readiness program called instruments for success um and then they apply to manhattan school of music you know they go through the whole application process um and then they will select a scholarship winner this is so great i mean first of all as if as if being in project 440 couldn't get any better i mean you have access to Joseph Kanye, so literally proximity. Yeah, I mean, just and th- this is what happens when excellence gets passed down to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, first of all, congratulations to Manhattan School of Music for for acquiring one student per year that has been in proximity, right? With Joseph Kanye's that that's who the real that's who the real congratulations needs to go to. Yeah, congrats to y'all. Congrats for- to y'all. For securing such an such a a partnership of such esteem and re- repute, that part. That wow, part. you yeah. know what? Every day you should say thanks to Jehovah for that partnership. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um. So yeah, congrats to them. Um. They deserve. They deserve. Um. As in the students. I mean. It's true. Mm-hmm. Man, school of music been out there, been out here. They I have, mean, they've been out there because they were the first to come out with any sort of like. I mean, for everyone, it was a reaction, so not great. But like, they were the first to come out with um any sort of response, you know, to from from like a music conservatory, um mm-hmm. after and like all, everything you know went down earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And some uh, of y'all still stuck on black squares, huh? Our alma mater, well, your alma mater, being one of them. So, care to comment? I don't got to say the Eastman. <laughs> I don't got nothing to say to them because they let us say Eastman different, yup, real different. <laughs> Cold must be getting to y'all. Okay, you could tell. You could tell the air must be thin up there with Not y'all jazz thin. faculty. <laughs> I'm wrong. And then when you ask them about it, they they double down. <laughs> yeah, they got. I mean, I, I would say like I'm waiting, but I've been waiting. So, <laughs> if audacity was a school, if audacity was a person, it would be Eastman. But Meliora forever. Got yellow jackets. <laughs> well, that's all I got. We're making good time. Not on a sour note. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be a good, a good note. Oh, it was good. Go today, check out Joseph Yeah, I mean today was a roller coaster, y'all. So bear with us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't even want like whoa, right? Emotions. I mean, y'all I mean, find out later. Yeah. But. Shout out to Kika. Shout out to Mara. Y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> Because today yeah. was Mara and Kika, and they Mara be so patient. Mara be so patient. Who to like? I know I'm emotional, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you sure are. Came in I'm hot okay. on my phone. Oh, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> this is this is Katie. Okay, so Katie, two things: five foot first, ask questions second, and then also don't read stuff. So <laughs> that's not a good combination. <laughs> I read sometimes, but like it just caught me. I would say I read like seventy percent of the time, but that thirty percent be whooping my butt because, <laughs> man, the bunny, the bunny was like, "What are you talking?" 
Katie will skim something and then and what what did they say? And I and that's why and and, and and how dare they do that to me and and I'm like so So read it again. None of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking straight fiction right now. So <laughs> But man, you know what? We move. It's okay. We move and this day is almost over. And I just want to twist my hair back up, wash my face, and lay down. So let's let's keep moving. Time for intermission, y'all. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. We made it. We're almost done. We'll see. Someone was um. I watched Meg do a GQ video. The GQ. Mm-hmm. And she where she like I, I don't really understand the purpose of it. I'm kind of slow sometimes, but it was like where celebrities like they be themselves on the internet but they make new accounts for the video you know what i'm talking about i have a is this a thing where they like pose as yeah they like they're lurk the, in the comments yeah i mean i guess it, you can't lurk in the comments but as you okay it just curled over for me anyway so <laughs> so she don't look at me like that so um she did one she's like the stallion tweeted I can't wait for 2021. And someone commented, um, oh, this is why Megan th- threw me off because she was she was like, I made the sound and it's really me or something like that. So whatever. I think she was trolling. Anyway, so she was like, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. I can't wait for 2021. Someone was like, do you really think the world is going to snap? Like, And it's like, no one thinks that. Mm-hmm. No one thinks that when the clock strikes, strikes 12 o'clock, the coronavirus is going to go away. <laughs> And all is well in the world, and the incumbent will just disappear. Nobody thinks that, okay? But I remember 2018 starting yeah. off very well for me, and then it just got really bad. 2018 was rough. It was rough. Like, <laughs> what? And the thing that I hate about 2018 is it fooled me because I had a great beginning. And I, I would say, like, the first two thirds of it was just fantastic. And then something happened for me, and man, the last bit was just really difficult. And I remember being in church on watch night and breathing a sigh of relief because just to know that it was 2019 mm-hmm. was enough for me. And it's like, yeah, we're going to wake up and it's going to still be masks and and y'all acting a fool and going and doing hookah because it's a hookah worth it. Is the hookah worth it? Lean in. Is the hookah worth it? Atlanta. <laughs> My cousins. Somebody they don't live like, in Atlanta, but somebody huh? somebody tweeted they were like, Wow, I just wish getting together with fifty of my closest friends and doing nothing but breathing in and out very heavily. <laughs> I was like, that's what some of y'all <laughs> making it seem like. That's your favorite thing to do. Like, we are all going through this girl to stay at home. What happened to all the cute little stuff we used to do at the beginning? The cook with me's, the game nights. Now y'all y'all, I'ma go to a party with a mask. I'ma go to a rave rave with the mask like it doesn't work that way <laughs> like anyway so we are talking about um for the intermission things that we are thankful for this year we only have two because the third one supposed to be something else but we will circle back around to that later it's a lighthearted episode so you know right it's a, it's a holiday um wow in 2020 Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> but I mean, the most obvious is that I don't have the coronavirus and nobody in my family has it. So, period. I mean, that's definitely something to be thankful for. Yeah, it's God's will. Um, something I'm thankful for this year is the turnaround. This year has been <clears throat> so nuts. Um, I took a year off after I graduated Eastman to take auditions and stuff. And then when I got to the audition seasons, it it wasn't looking great. I went for a bunch of auditions. Um, <clears throat> Delaney's trolling me right now. But I went for a bunch of auditions that I didn't get. And I, I got something. I, want, I went for this fellowship I really wanted, didn't get that. And I was settling for something just to kind of keep moving forward i was like maybe if i have another teacher or whatever whatever and like it really are you okay <laughs> i'm fine it really like took its toll on me mentally like really took its toll on me and i was like i made a mistake i don't know what i'm doing this viola junk i should have just and then if I, if it's a real bad day i would have been like i should have just been a dentist girl you decided not to be a dentist back in 2012 let it go <laughs> like it's been so long but it was it's just and then out of nowhere out of nowhere Things just like changed in an instant, and I applied for M- for the MSO fellowship, and I got that. And even to the point where I applied for another fellowship, and almost got it, almost got it, and didn't get it in the middle of a pandemic. And I literally thought I was gonna lose my mind. I was like, I I I can't do this. Um, and yeah, I'm really thankful for the turnaround. And obviously, everything's not fixed. There is still some damage from that season from 2018 as well but um we move and it was just i'm a very religious person it was just confirmation that like stuff i just he doesn't have a lot of respect for god you know he's doing his thing you know what i'm saying he up there he got a lot of things to do <clears throat> you know do we have to go all the way all the way to the limit do we have to go all the <laughs> way to the edge that's please that's all i want to know. do we have to go all the way to the edge but nonetheless, nevertheless, I am very grateful. Um, the MSO fellowship has been one of my biggest accomplishments, and I'm really proud of myself. And I can't believe I, I cannot believe I be sitting in rehearsals like, how did you get here? Every once in a while, I mean, popping, obliterated in the competition. Especially like I was kind of disappointed. I had to record a jury, which heaven forbid, but <clears throat> it was fine. But when I was preparing, <clears throat> excuse me. When I was preparing for it, um, I was kind of irritated with myself because it wasn't that it was out of tune, but it's like the details were not, It's in the, it wasn't the details. It's like a note would stick out here and there. And I'm just like, this is not great, you know, but still it's hard. I see myself through my lens and I know what I sound like. So it's like annoying, but I'm very grateful to have this opportunity and it's honestly a, a fantastic pick. So long story short, I'm very grateful for the turnaround this year because it was it was looking the way it was looking is not what it looks like right now. All right. You're second giving one? very much apocalypse. Girl, a personal apocalypse at that. <clears throat> um, the second thing I'm thankful for this year has been a uh, Twitter. You guys know that Twitter is my favorite social media platform. And now Katie's over there enjoying the trife. (laughs) We have very different approaches to this. Every once in a while we'll be on the same page. Oh no, your first one was serious. Your first one was serious. 
Oh, what? I mean, no, okay, but even if you want to get like. No, your first one was very serious, and that's a very something to be thankful for. If you if you think about it though, I mean this this year has been hellacious. And no. and Twitter can also be hellacious, but for the most part, it is somewhere that I know I'm gonna go and I'm gonna laugh. You know, and it's that gonna be true. You're it's gonna right. be fine. You know, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. You are right. Because I mean, do I be escaping reality a little bit too much and wasting my life away? Yes. But I mean once I find that balance, it's over for y'all. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once I'm not spending 23 hours a day on Twitter, it's over for y'all. Because I'll be, okay, it's 5.30 a.m. refreshing. Why ain't nobody tweeting nothing? They're asleep. <laughs> They're asleep preparing <laughs> for the day. <laughs> but still, I mean, we out here. And good news, I now have a public Twitter account that people can follow. So follow me at Delaney Harris, D-A-L-A-N-I-E. Not, not your watered down version. <laughs> yup. Yup. It's my watered not. down Twitter. Yup, because Twitter, I'm well, not I making got it my Twitter. There's no way huh? I'm making my current, my current profile public. So. I mean, <laughs> I would be saying nothing but the stuff. Yeah, I don't want to hear but uh yes you know what twitter is great i have i've i finally got my twitter bag and i have a blast y'all are trifling and i i learn and i laugh i don't want to do the show anymore i just don't think y'all understand what i go through oh you saw that i don't i'm looking right at you it looks like you're looking like off screen when you did. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh-uh, I'm looking right at you. Problem? Why'd you stop talking? Anyway, okay. So, my second thing that I am grateful for is the inspiration and the tenacity of my peers and and just everyone who has just made the best out of this. Now, some of y'all be going too far with the tents and and the and everything. You know, what I'm saying I know we're trying to get through it, but some of it be too much. But I will say, like the the tenacity of my colleagues and everyone that I interact with, um, who are still creating in this time, who are still performing in this time, um, my students who like these kids are kids are they'll adapt but they're still going through this pandemic as well and they they will send me recordings when i ask them they will do the little virtual recitals they will still memorize music it, they still do the stuff and it's like i'm really thankful for that because it's like this is already not the greatest um situation that we are in um but just to see people who are still pushing through it is really inspiring to me. And then also, I want to give a shout out to my to my pastor. I feel like he preaches. He's been preaching even better. He's very much a a pastor that you know is uses the energy of the congregation, especially towards the end. And so, just to see him like preach to an empty church and still do what he needs to do it's just like incredible people like, preach dylan he's like i'm doing the best i can with a hostile crowd i'll be like what crowd but <laughs> <laughs> but this has been very inspiring to me all right we might as well just move on into the topic which is bailey any this is gonna be short period <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be 
the only hours I, I just don't see how we're 20 minutes yo we'll, we'll find a way <laughs> let's not let's not let's not let's not let's keep going <gasps> oh i'm excited okay okay we're gonna keep going so we have three musical experiences that we have experienced this year that we are thankful for now this is the reach because whatever but we people have been creating <laughs> people have been creating and also the first what is it three tenths of the year or around about there has been was outside so let's see what you can come up with um you can go first if you want um okay so my first one is not classical music but it's still music related um and it is the versus battle between Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond. Oh my god, I forgot. But I about tell that. you, that came right on time. Right on time. It came right on time. It was it was like right in that oh my god, it was terrible. I think it was right before it was either right before or right after the George Floyd Memorial. Yeah. It was, no, it was after because they had was, the shirts on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it was just that was just a terrible time. I hadn't been on Instagram in like two weeks. I was crying myself to sleep every night, hyperventilating. Like just like it was just terrible because yeah. it was like right at the where it was like conversion, the Ahmaud Arbery, the Breonna Taylor, the, yeah. the George Floyd. It was just a terrible time for black people. Like it was just really, really bad. And so then that came and that was I remember the day. That was the only reason why I got that was the only reason why I got out of bed that day. And it happened at mm-hmm. like three PM. So <laughs> like yeah and it was just crazy especially because like they had bishop td jakes they had marvin sapp who was mm. tamala man i think Tamla man yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was just like it was just a good like uplifting you know because they were you know being fun but you know also mm-hmm. just all these classics that they were playing so that was right on time for me mm-hmm. you know Man, I forgot about that. What a great time. And I swear my enter the enter key on my laptop ain't worked the same since that cause me and Katie was texting each other every time yep. someone came on. Oh my oh god, my this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you be forgetting that Kurt Franklin, like, um I remember forgetting that he sang certain things and it, it was just such a good time. Mm-hmm. It was such a good time. Okay, my first one um is right before the lockdown, literally a weekend before it i was subbing with the what is it what do they call it the orchestra of the southern figure lakes and we did peter and the wolf which is one of my favorite little things to play because that freaking bassoon line go crazy is that the bassoon that's a, no i think i embarrassed myself is that the clarinet I don't know man it's either the clarinet or the bassoon but that line go crazy like it's so i'll be trying to play it i think the russian government took it down because i tried to look for it on wikipedia a couple i'm not wikipedia i myself a couple weeks ago could have find it but nah go crazy and um i'm really grateful for that because i remember um that was one of my first orchestras that i subbed with and like just little things along the way that i'm like yeah you know i could do this so very grateful for that and they had a little dances and stuff it was that weekend was chaotic because i had i took uh oh the irony i took an audition at a school um that same weekend so it was a kind of chaotic but yeah very grateful for that and it was cute and it was the last concert for real for real concert i played because i've done a couple since but you know the vid so 
um okay so my second thing is also i mean it's it's partly it's also gospel music related but i'm thankful for um the gospel music class i've been taking because it's really refreshing to be able to study black music which is not something that i've been able to do um Mm -hmm. as a student at the eastman school of music so um i'm taking this eastman school of white music yes that part because i'm taking this class at the university of rochester and my professor is actually he went to eastman but he's also a pk and went to like divinity school and everything so like he be doing gospel music so like um it's just that was one of the things that kind of um was really getting to me every time eastman would email me about my overdue tuition was like not y'all not teaching no black composers but i gotta pay y'all tuition okay Not me never playing a black composer in my entire four years, except for on my recital, which I program, so that doesn't count. Um, but y'all talking about, hey, sis, money, money, money. This is a stick up. <laughs> Did you listen to the read with Kipir? He said that, he said that about, about taxes. He was like, every year they come to the IRS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I thought, yeah, oh, I was just gonna say I'm thankful for the for the opportunity to study black music, like you know, in that way in school. Ironic, you have to go outside of a conservatory to do that, but whatever. I was talking. Uh, I'm actually not gonna say that. Okay, <laughs> my second um thing I'm thankful for is okay. So maybe like oh, it wasn't that long ago. Well, we did it once and it didn't work, so we threw it again. So basically, like six weeks ago, I did like a little Telemon viola thing with the MSL violas because one of the violas couldn't do it. So they asked the fellow. So I'm right. shaking like a leaf. They mind couldn't as in telephone. they couldn't do it up to par. Okay, so you were mind do you, I'm right, shaking like exactly. a leaf because right. um, the person they were that was supposed to do it couldn't do it. So of course they freaking asked the fellow. I'm shaking like a leaf. Mind you, it's Telemon one four six five one literally. But I like whatever. I was so nervous. And they were so nice. They were uh I love them. I love them so much. They were very welcoming. Like it was it was fine. And like I did that performance before I did my first rehearsal. So it just like made it really easy. And then like in the same hand, I'm grateful for rehearsals in general because I've heard so many horror stories about or professional orchestral rehearsals and I was so nervous. I remember my bow was barely touching the string on that Mendelssohn Italian. Like, I was barely putting my bow down because I was like, you yeah, ain't gonna do something to pop out of place. And it was fine. It was great. I'm really grateful for that. This is, like, such a good fit. And, like, everyone really cares about, like, making sure I'm comfortable and uh, adapting well. And it helps that I have uh, Kalina and Adam down here as well. So, well, I don't have either of them there. They are, you know top tier but i'm grateful to be in their presence i'll say that i'm sure the feeling is mutual you know you know adam be fluent and kalina be conducted so you know you know just next level over there but yeah three of you guys three musketeers i'm literally a fellow so (laughs) we are not on the same level we are not colleagues in team way Katie, once again, ignoring her prestige. I am literally a fellow. We okay. are not prestigious. What is your third one, Delaney? Why are you not refusing to Anyway. Um, 
anyway i know i mean like i said most of the time it feels like i'm sitting around wasting my life away which is like vast majority true meanwhile you be you be yep mm -hmm. (laughs) you be guest speaking you can guest speaking let me just do the thing i'm actually thankful for that this is the last episode of classically black podcast that's what (laughs) i'm thankful for i'm thankful and you a scholar you, you doing all these stop. things actually I'm, this is a great place to stop thank you so much for listening to Costco Black Podcast now you trolling me but now you mad um, and you getting trolled and I'm also not trolling you do be doing all the things anyway um I mean, but it's true. I do. I really be wasting it an immense amount of time. So, but like I said, even though I have y'all full thinking I'm doing something, I will say in you 2020, do. I've been able to, right. I do have you guys fooled, right? You exactly. Glad we exist. Glad um, we've, I'm glad we've I been on the same page feel about like that. We are but however, in 2020, I must say I have added 15 things to my CV this, <laughs> this year. So I am okay grateful for that. Most of them, vast majority of them, were with you. So, <laughs> booked and busy. So I'm thankful for that because because I just went back because I just added like some stuff because I will forget to add anything. And I just now started do get even having a CV because prior to 2019, really I didn't have anything to put on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just went and just added a couple like stuff at the bottom like hey add this stuff like in the actual format and i was like okay okay we doing things because that was like in the past like couple of like i think i updated it about two months ago maybe i updated it i think in october and and i was able to add like five or six things since then Dang. i was like okay maybe maybe i'm not sitting around wasting my life away i mean no like one I said, said that, but okay hmm? only you said that rather well yeah and who knows my life's the best me so <sighs> dang 15 i ain't do nothing this year katie you're in most of them that's why this uh, year it seems like it's been long but all that stuff we did for yola national was this year we went to sphinx this year like oh, <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> that was this year <laughs> i need to i haven't put i haven't updated my cv since our msm thing that we got we got that this year <laughs> see i haven't updated my tv literally since 2019 see and I, lord knows what else you got to put on there so nothing but my my oh nothing. you know dr cope okay so dr cope one of one of my like top 10 favorite people she recommends that you every time you do something you put you update your cv now i don't know how she do that because she always doing something like always doing i've never met someone that's hard someone as hard working as dr cope like wow um you haven't met yourself you know fun fact i googled what is the longest book in the world and it said i'm i'm not even kidding you on google it said joseph conyer cv i bet i i'm not even kidding y'all i mean if i know that it might be a little i know there's been a, like a glitch so it might not come up if you do it right now but like just take my word for it yeah you don't even gotta look it up it's just it's but what I it mean. is we, we don't lie on here y'all so, know us we don't lie so. and also you know i just i just uh my a promised land book just came today and that junk gonna be in two volumes and it's it, uh barack got it on bible paper basically you know bible paper <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what it is and it's like 600 pages i started reading it and yeah. whatever um I'm, we gonna see because I'm, mind you that one book i've been reading since april but you know 
I bought the one I bought is coming on Saturday. It's not for me. Um, and it's funny because I mean she don't she don't listen to this. I got it for my grandma for Christmas. Okay, this has been the one the one episode she clicked <laughs> on. <laughs> but she actually just texted my mom saying I'm thinking of buying it and my mom told her to wait. So So she knows. Well, no, not necessarily because because my stepdad works at the post office mm-hmm. and um if stuff don't if it's undeliverable then it's just undeliverable, especially if it doesn't have a return address, like they can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how they got Michelle Obama's becoming. So my grandma right, was sitting over there. <laughs> sitting her, my, her husband gonna be sitting next to it. Right. <laughs> right, together forever. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandma was like, Should I buy a promised land or should I just wait to see if Yusef comes across it at the post office? Uh-uh. <laughs> and that's why my mom was like, wait, because she knows I, I already bought it. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I read the forward. It's good because he gonna be he gonna be going in depth and, and just. So I want you know I'm nosy, so I want to hear what he got to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, that joint probably like fourteen hundred pages, and I know Joseph Kanye's got to be longer than that. Right. So yeah, you make the president look like he was babysitting. <laughs> he kind of was. So <laughs> why would anyone want to? Anyway, so um, my last one is. One musical experience I'm grateful for is I t- spoke about it on this show a couple of years, couple of years. You hear me? A couple of weeks ago. That's well, we have like. been around for a couple of years. Really have. A couple of years and a couple of days. Really have, but a couple of weeks ago I spoke about an experience I had, um, where I had to advocate for black com- composers because someone said I don't want to play them just for the sake of playing it. And I was really grateful for that experience because I, one, it was the first time I had to like kind of put my money where my mouth was. Like I get on these this mic every week and I, you know, I talk about the importance of that. And it's it's easy for me, especially in the past, to get like agreeable, like in situations like that where you don't want to like do too much and it's like you want to be collegial. And I was really, not to gas myself, but I was really proud of myself to be like, okay first of all watch your tone secondly we don't do that for that and then i also followed up with an email and i was like yeah so it's what we're not gonna do is say is y'all get you know i was gonna say something terrible that's What's that? not our i mean it would be the worst thing but i remember this is a short episode so i'll be listening not y'all getting all excited to play beethoven and junk but the minute black composers get mentioned it's like well oh uh, eh, eh, uh you know and it's like it's like what just like that it's like i was really grateful for that experience because i was able to like kind of i don't want to have experiences like that but the reality is that's what it's going to be and to know that i could do that and also like not be and be unapologetic about it like we and i was like oh yeah let's do this and like oh yeah let's play the coleridge taylor like you know and it's just like yeah these these are needs to be normalized that's what it needs to be so that's something i was grateful for period period so what are your thanksgiving plans dalany um i think thanksgiving is here it's usually at my grandma's house i think it has been here once not here Girl, I don't know what is time and you know my memory I don't remember anything past the past five minutes but um meanwhile you remember we had sphinxes here because that was show well I was looking at my CVs on the screen oh, oh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um that's yeah I cannot girl. believe that was this year that seems like moons ago like, yeah isn't that crazy that is nuts 
<laughs> you can't tell. You sure? I'm positive. It was 2020. It wasn't 2019. If we were also there in 2019, but no, it was 20. The line that seems that so was real. That was at the tippity top of this year. It was tippy top. It was like end of January. Wow, that's crazy. We was outside with no mask on. <laughs> crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. So it'll probably be over here. I mean, my mom's not. I mean, we don't even usually have Thanksgiving with my mom's entire side of the family, and even her entire side of the family is very, very small. We usually just have it with the people that live in this house, and um, maybe like three other people. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm driving to Chicago. I was going back and forth because I'm I'm a hypochondriac, um, and I was going back and forth about going because I'm like, what if I I gotta go to the bathroom in the gas station? And I walk past somebody who got in and I bring it to my grandma. But oh yeah, my mom was like, Katie, just it's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna be poison down your yeah, neck. And- she was like, I think you're overthinking it. Um, which I, she was like, I understand why it's not a, it's not a cough, but she was like, I think, so yeah, I'm driving home on Monday, and I will only be there for a week because if I stay in Evanston, I will get nothing done. Um, and I said I promise, not even promised myself, I told myself that I would not ever take a break like I took from Veal again because it doesn't feel good to get it back in my hands like that. You are so annoying, but I am gonna take some time because this. This inanimate object will not control my life. Good. Even though it already does. I try to be nice to it because my peg is doing this wiggly thing. <laughs> Girl, my peg is doing this weird thing. And I don't feel like going to the luthier because that you going to have to build me a new peg. I don't know how much I'm going to be. But it's okay. So Marissa, the assistant concert master, she wouldn't believe me. Right. So my peg, believe it or not, wiggles like think of like rubber that's what my d-string peg does and she was like maybe it's not yes and she was like maybe that's so weird she's like maybe it's not pushed in all the way i'm like marissa look at it i want you to wiggle it she was like no pushing it marissa wiggle it she was like whoa that's so weird it wiggle. i will show you but it's a lot it wiggles like when i go to turn it and stuff it's like every other peg is normal. It feels like wood, but that giant be wood. And I, I want to know how to describe it. Like, I want you to think of like, boom. I want you to think of an eraser. How an eraser <laughs> moves. <laughs> now, to be, it doesn't move as much. It's not like fl- like flimsy like an eraser. It's still like tunes and stuff. I can still tune. But when I go to like turn, like you where your little fingers go when you turn it, your thumb and your um and this index finger turn it when you tune it will like wiggle in my hand very slightly like an eraser i have never i've been playing viola for a long time and i ain't never seen no stuff like that before i don't know what's wrong with that d-string thing and i'm trying to be nice to my viola i try not to speak too loud about her because i don't want her to do nothing stupid and break on me because just make it to baby make it to the luthier make it Okay, that's why that's why I need. I ain't never seen no junk like that before. I have never seen that before. It wiggles. I'm gonna show you a video. That's so weird. It feels weird. She wouldn't believe me. She would not believe me. She's like, "Oh no, just push it in." I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, you gotta wiggle this junk." She's like, "Whoa, I don't know. I don't know what it is." So I, I try to talk too loud because she might hear me and just do something. Oh, Chile. But yeah, well, I'm going home. I'm gonna maybe some uh. 
vegan uh vegan uh what's it called it food it's gonna be lit okay so black excellence wow <laughs> i would say i may say something every year i might switch something up i might say so every year but you know what i'm really looking forward to so marie calendars has an accidentally vegan pie with a little crumblies on top with some ice cream on the side and a little decaf coffee yeah we're gonna be lit i'm gonna make me like a truffle mac and cheese yeah we we live i might skip the greens this year because i really feel like doing that but eyebrows off leak we did i was making that way to the sound you ready to the button mm-hmm. yep <laughs> <laughs> okay it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about Dr. Samantha and Jay. You've heard her music on whatever episode we did where we played. You know what? I'm not even going to try to remember the episode <laughs> because it's a blur. But it was a recent episode where I played a piece by Holt. You remember that? Ahead of their time? Was it ahead of their mm, time? Yeah. Okay. What we played? Maybe two. Something. Something. Okay, yeah, two two or three, maybe two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We played the recorded by Nora Holt. That was her. Dr. Samantha mm. Ajay. Um she is the Lord Crew Junior Research Fellow in Music at Lincoln College and at the University of Oxford. Dang, okay. Come on, Oxford. Dang, you a doctor. Dang, okay. She holds a PhD in musicology from the University of York and a BA with honors with a U in music from the University of Bristol she spent her second undergraduate year at McGill University as an exchange student she taught music internationally for several years after graduating from Bristol Um, her last appointment was at the United World College of Southeast Asia in Singapore and then she joined Lincoln College in 2020 Dr. Jay is a leading interpreter and scholar of the African-American composer Florence Price period Come on, TT Flow Scholar. Um, Dr. Jay's performances and publications shed light on the composers from underrepresented backgrounds. She has brought her research and repertoire to the Chicago Symphony Center, Berkeley College of Music, Esplande, uh, Singapore, little college in Singapore, University of Texas at Austin, University of Arkansas, University of York. Okay. Okay, because you're not going to tell me Kansas and then we're gonna say Arkansas. It's gonna be it's gonna be Kansas and Arkansas, or it's gonna be Arkansas, Arkansas and Kansas. Okay. Mm-hmm. The um Monash University and the Women's Composer Festival of Hartford. Um she released her debut album in May twenty eighteen with the Wave Theory Records called Four Women Music Four Women Colon Music for Solo Piano by Florence Price. Ooh, Chile. Vitislava Kapralova. Kapralova. I practiced that, y'all. Ethel <laughs> uh, Bislin and Margaret Vons. The album featured the world premiere recording of Bislin's The Birthday Party, which led to Dr. Ajay preparing an edition of the suite now published by Favorite Music. So she's a period. She's an arranger, too. Um, her next release um, will focus on Price's repertoire, so be on the lookout for that. I'm going to link her her uh, website, take a look. It's all sleek and gent. And um, 
she's a scholar and champions and centers blackness in classical music and we stand shout out to you dr j thank you for being black and excellent period you know what i'm saying england stand up where you at gang gang period you got a piece of the week yes i do i have a piece of the week it is from how do you even say the opera um tournadots i don't know it's puccini is that how you say it you know operas turn a turn a dot something like that I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's not. It's from the opera. It's the aria Nessun Dorma, which is pretty much the um, most famous aria from that. But you know, I don't do opera, so I mean, I don't. I have nothing against it. I just don't listen to opera, so you know, there's got to be a twist. This particular version of Nessun Dorma is is sang song. Song came out came out the mouth of um, <laughs> so good. So the legendary Aretha Franklin. Um, at the 1998 okay. uh, Grammy Awards, she um, was standing in for Luciano Pavarotti, who was a um, a famous operatic tenor, um, who for some reason couldn't make it to the Grammys, and so she sang uh, Nessun Dorma with the Indeed. orchestra. And what's so interesting about it is that she sang it like she's Aretha Franklin, like she didn't sing it like like it's an opera. Sure. I'm about to listen to that after we get off of here. <laughs> and she like did it with like you just gotta listen to it. I of course it'll be linked in the in the description. Is she singing this this aria like it's a soul song? I <laughs> love great. that. Yeah. So um yeah, so that's my piece of the week. Um, period. Period. Well, we did it, y'all. Thanks for so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black accent suggestion, or intervention suggestion, send us to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. And we might talk to you next week because honestly, the lady on my last little nerve, my little nerve right here behind my neck, that's what she on. That's what that, that wiggly viola on. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Tofu Day. Oh, hold on. I'm not editing this. (laughs) You know. It's happy turkey day. Happy tofu day, y'all. I'm sorry, but I can't stand behind that. (laughs) Because (laughs) not you, not them. I know you swear behind them little beef slices you be using on your YouTube, but you brought that out. I was like, that looked like a piece of couch. I ain't gonna hold you. They look weird. They look weird and they smell weird. I was like, how does for the go? You gotta, you gotta know what to do with them. You gotta, you gotta make that thing thing. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> bye, y'all. Bye.